Hello, everyone. Happy Eve of Christmas Eve. I really, truly hope you are all doing wonderfully well and just easing into the holidays and really enjoying the time, whether it's alone or with family or, you know, just getting things done around your house, just kind of getting in the spirit of the holiday season. And yeah, I just want to wish everyone well. And I also want to apologize. I have been completely MIA. And the reason for that is I've been working on so many different projects. I actually very recently just finished authoring my first children's book. And it is now in production phase. And I hope to have it ready for sale very soon, probably by the end of January. So that was fun, and I was really focusing on that. That's one of my bucket list items that I want to get done before I actually hit the bucket or kick the bucket. Anyway, so today what I want to do is continue with my Tidbit series. We are on Tidbit Series Part 4. And what's really interesting is the cards that I pulled today are very much in keeping with where I've been recently. So I want to just quickly explain to everyone, I actually went on a silent retreat, silent meditation retreat. It's been two weeks now, so two weeks ago. And I went to this beautiful, beautiful place called Spirit Rock, which is in Woodacre, California. And it's really just breathtaking. And being there was so inspiring that I actually got all these little tidbits of paper because part of the retreat, you're not really supposed to be doing any writing or reflecting. But guys, I couldn't help it. I was so inspired by my surroundings that I actually started writing my fourth manuscript for um, a children's another children's book. So um, it was amazing. And Again, I just want to apologize. I've been missing in action. I've had a lot going on, but I am back. And I hope to be a little more regular with my uh, tidbit series and other things that I have coming up soon. I do understand how difficult it can be to let go of things and to try to move towards minimalism. And that's why I really like the tidbit series. This is more like just tiny habits, creating tiny habits towards being more organized in your home, being more organized in your life, being more organized in general. So I'm going to go ahead and start off. Again, I pulled five cards and this has been kind of fun. And what's interesting is the five cards I pulled are very, very similar to basically what I learned and how we um, conducted our days on the retreat. So let's start with card number one, which is one need a day. That's what it's called. And this card says, while planning your day in your head or on paper, check in with yourself and ask what you really need from the day. Do you need some quality time alone? Some time reconnecting with your partner. Maybe some quiet time in the garden. Make that as much, if not more, of a priority than getting the oil changed in the car, the laundry done, and the dog flea-dipped. 
Maybe some of those ever-present, seemingly pressing chores and errands can wait until tomorrow so you don't lose touch with what's really important to you. What I love about this card specifically is that it gives you permission to not have to feel like you need to be so overproductive. Why don't we get back to single tasking and really focus on that one thing that really needs to happen today? Do away with all the multitasking, multi-level, cross-pollinated to-do lists that just make us feel like failures. You only need to do one thing today, or maybe even no thing. Do what makes you feel good. Do what speaks to your body and spirit. Ask yourself, what is the one thing I want to get done today that would really make me feel good about myself? Maybe it's practicing yoga for 10 to 20 minutes, or 10 more minutes than you already do. Maybe it's cooking a meal from scratch. Maybe it's taking a walk around your block and saying hello to another human being. Maybe it's stretching outside your comfort zone and having a deeper, meaningful conversation with your neighbor, friend, family member. Maybe it's just sitting in the sun and feeling the warmth on your skin while cuddling with your fur baby or a loved one. There are so many things you can do to feed your soul. Whatever those things are for you, please do them regularly. Card number two is called Rituals. And let me read that to you. With the extra time you are creating by focusing, editing, and inhabiting your life more, create personal rituals to nourish aspects of yourself that usually get short shrift in your all-too-busy life. The rituals can be as mundane and delightful as squeezing fresh juice and reading a short story or writing a few personal thoughts in a notebook before starting your day. Or they can be more spiritual in nature, whatever that may be for you. A walk outdoors, prayer, meditation... Recultivate and reclaim some of your quieter needs by giving them a regular, ritualized time in your day or week. It's funny because my silent meditation retreat was based on basically simple one need a day and rituals. And I truly believe that going back to the simplest format you can in your life will honestly make you just a super happy person. Um, Either if you're happy now, it'll make you happier than you are now. If you're unhappy now, it will make you happy. I can almost guarantee that. And I found that with the basic routine that we had at the retreat and taking care of basic needs, and incorporating the rituals, it was truly blissful. And being in nature was also just amazingly blissful because that was part of the retreat is we had to walk um, several times a day. We had to do walking meditation and it was amazing. 
You know, as humans, we actually do crave some form of routine as part of our natural circadian rhythm. Routines can actually keep us healthy and keep our minds engaged when we form self-care rituals that put us and our needs at the forefront of our own lives. Rituals can be those moments in life at the beginning and end of our day that give us the time and grace to get into our body, heart, mind, and spirit connection, which can really feed our souls and make us feel the feelings of accomplishment and success that has nothing to do with your to-do list or your job. Okay, card three is shoulds, coulds, and woulds. What are the shoulds, coulds, and woulds that you keep telling yourself? Think about each area of your life and examine the picture you have of what you think it should look like versus what it is. Are these pictures tangible goals you want to work towards? Or are they actually somebody else's voice? Perhaps a parent or that of society at large? Eliminate the disparity between these voices and your reality by asking yourself which voice is really yours and owning the picture you really want. I love this card so much. I think we all go through this in our lives. And the question is, are you living your life for you or someone else? When you don't live your life for you and your truth, Your mind, heart, body, and spirit actually becomes disconnected and you go into depression because that vital internal alignment is not present for you. In the words of Martha Beck, integrity is the cure for unhappiness, period. If you need a little bit of a shot in the arm, I highly suggest you get this book from Martha Beck and read it as soon as you possibly can. It is incredible and it really in detail explains why if we are not living our life for ourselves, we will live in perpetual depression and nobody should have to live that way. So please grab Martha's book and um, have a read. It is amazing and it is life-changing. Okay, card number four is called Live Now. Inhabit your current life by being aware of how much you drift off into memories and regrets of the past or anxiety and plans for the future. Gently bring yourself back to where you are now. After all, it's simpler to live in one time zone at a time. Oh my gosh, again, coming off the retreat, um, you know, there was a lot of mindful awareness going on during the retreat, truly living in the present. And I just have to say, letting go of the past is crucial to living your best life right now. Enough said. You know this in your heart of hearts. And honestly, there's no need for me to elaborate. If you need more tips on how to live now, have a listen to my episode number four. It's called, What is Huga? 
slow living, and unloading baggage. It may, um, you know, turn on a light bulb and help you sort through a few things. So definitely have a listen. And card number five is called Simple Pleasures Under $5. In an increasingly pay-for-a-thrill-and-entertain-me culture, it is helpful to remember some of the cheaper thrills. Here are a few starter suggestions. Attend a matinee movie. Give a single rose. Split a sundae. Start a doodler's notebook. Share a bag of popcorn. Hop into a photo booth with a friend. Buy a good used paperback. Buy a fresh-baked loaf of bread and have a picnic. Treat yourself to a nice bar of soap. Consume the Sunday paper. <laughs> Make cupcakes. Send an appreciation card. And I actually really love all of these suggestions because some of them don't even really cost that much money at all. Um, but I have found that just saving $5 a week has shifted my money mindset into that of saving and not spending and getting caught up in all the consumerism that is around us, that is in our mailbox, it's in our inbox, it's on our phones, it's everywhere we look. We are constantly barraged with commercials to buy something. And, you know, as soon as I saw how much I could amass with such a small amount, like 5 or $10, I kept adding to it and it went from 5 to 10 to 15 to $20 a week. It's really empowering, guys, and I highly suggest start with $5 a week if you can. And an easy way to do this is try using Stash, Acorns, or Fidelity Investments. Watch your small potatoes grow into a life-changing, full-on spud farm. You will be happy you did. And of course, the sooner you start, the better. Again, these tidbits were adapted from 52 Ways to Simplify Your Life by Lynn Gordon. Thank you all so, so much for listening, and a very Merry Christmas, a very Happy New Year, a very Merry whatever it is that you want to celebrate. I am wishing for all of you so much joy, peace, health, and happiness in the new year 2022. It's almost unbelievable that we have been living through this pandemic. It's going on two years, and I just want to send out lots of love to everybody out in this world. And I want to send out lots of love to all of the good people on this planet who try so hard to be good, to stay good, to stay on track, to do the right thing. I want to just send you more power, more power to all of you to keep on being who you are, doing the right thing, and just wanting to wish for you so many blessings in the new year. 
Bye, everyone.